Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show. I think I just hit something. The melting pad. <laughs> We're off to a great start. One of a couple audio issues you're going to hear today. Sorry. Um, hi, how are you? Are you well? You doing all right? Move your leg, Pat. You're right. Good idea. So today, we have some guests. Our new friends, Too Close for Comfort. They appear courtesy of 2258PR. We're off. We're just really great today. We're doing really well. Um, yes, too close for comfort. Shout out to Hope for sending these guys to me. As always, Hope sends me the best people. 258pr.com for more from uh, from her, from them, from those fine folks over there. Um, anyway, so she said, hey, these guys have a record out, and it's their first one. You want to have them on to talk about it? I said, I listened to it. I said, yes, I'm in. After one song, let's go. And uh, we sat down, had a chat. It was fantastic. And um, yeah, there is, I will let you know, technology kind of failed us a little bit. There's the audio is a little bit wonky during this. I don't know what happened or how to fix it because I, I, I just don't know. But anyway, uh, we got the good stuff. All right, we got all the important parts in there. Okay, the, que- the bonus question, it's on there. We made fun of Elon Musk. We uh, talked about, the, we really went into kind of a lot of detail on songwriting. So that was really fun for me. If it's not your thing, then... You know, sorry, but that, that was a big part of the uh, the chat here. So, yes, that's what's going on today. And, uh, you know, I kind of liked I did this last week when I did all the stuff up front and then you just hear the interview, the song, and then the question, and that's it. So I think going forward, we're going to do that for when we have interviews. We're going to do that. So all the stuff up front, we'll, we'll put it all up there, all the legal stuff, all the whatnot. We'll do that. And um, I know you miss out on the mouth riff. Damn it. All right. Does that work? Is that even the right song? I've listened to so many songs today. That might not even be one that um, that you're going to hear. I'm not even sure. But anyway, the band is too close for comfort. We're going to talk to them. <laughs> uh, Phillies are still in the playoffs as of today. I'm doing this on Friday. And uh, they play today, game three. And then tomorrow... Today for you on so Friday was game three in Philadelphia. Saturday game four, so they could win it at home, they could lose it at home, or we could go back to a fifth game in Atlanta on um, Monday, I think. So as of now, the series is tied one-one, and uh, you know game one Phillies look great. Game two the Braves look great. So I don't really know what to make of what's going on here, except that uh, the experts are saying the Braves are going to win. And um, I don't know. I don't know. I am, I'm nervous, but I'm not, I'm not counting anybody out. That's what I'll say. All right. So yeah, first home playoff game for the Phillies in 11 years. I'm very excited to see it after work today. So I'm not going. I wish, part of me wishes I was going because being in that atmosphere would be fantastic. But on the other hand, I can hang out with my kid and my my missus and watch it here and not spend a bunch of money. That works. All right. We're good. (laughs) We are good. Next week we should have a regular show. I don't think I have any guests lined up, which is uh, good for the timing of things because the schedule around here 
for me is about to get, well, for us uh, as a family, it's about to get real wonky. So I'm hoping that uh, we don't set anything up because I probably won't have the time. So sorry if you like hearing the guest chats, but you'll hear one right now. So there you go. That's all I got to tell you today. TheMeltingPat.com for all of my stuff. There's a network tab up there that will uh, take you to all of our shows around here, see what's going on with all the lovely people who uh, who post their shows there. Is that the thing I should say? Anyway, yeah, let me know what's up. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, episode 400 is quickly approaching. So if you have any uh, questions or comments, concerns, you want me to, uh, I don't know, read something out loud for you, I can do that, no problem. It'll be a problem, but I'll do it because it might be funny. Uh, let me know. All right, TheMeltingPat.com has all of the ways to get in touch with me over there. You can also leave me a message via SpeakPipe or um, call me, 209-867-7638. You can put your question right here in the show. I'll put it in the show unless you don't want me to. Um, so that's all the stuff, all right? We're good. Yes, no G-Love today, but go check them out, philadelphonic.com. Um, yeah, we're all good. This has been an 8-Boiler production. Till next time, my friends, have fun, be safe, thank a veteran, wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated and boosted when you can, and of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. We're all good. Yes. Go crap open a cold one. Here's me talking to Too Close for Comfort, their record. We only live here on the, what is it? We can only live here on this planet for so long. I said it right at the end of the thing. Um, Follow them on Twitter at TCFC underscore band and other places. It'll be in the show notes. Um, so yeah, we got the chat, the song, Burn Bright, and then the uh, the most important question, and that'll be that. So here's me and Too Close for Comfort right now. There we go. We're on. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate the time. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I want you all to know I want this on record. I told uh, Ryan that I'm doing this in the middle of a Phillies playoff game. But don't worry. <laughs> I turned off the TV. My phone is... is uh, the screen's off, so I'm focusing on you guys, just so you know. I'm going to get a bunch of texts from my brother-in-law, who is watching along with me. <laughs> well, we greatly appreciate it. <laughs> I, I was talking to my wife this morning. I'm like, ah, oh, this interview's going to be right in the middle of the game. And I'm like, do I ask them to push it back? And she's like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first, uh, first game of NHL is tonight, of the regular season. So I'm uh, like, yeah. Well, didn't the uh, Sharks and Predators start? A, couple, well, like first, a few days ago, right? Vegas. I'm a Vegas fan. So Okay. All right. So the first real game for you. Well, Flyers are going to be trash again. So. Right. Cool. <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you are you all hockey fans or just only one of you goes through the grind? I, I watch hockey. I'm not too into it. Not too deep. No, I, I think Coop might watch it a little bit too, but I don't watch it at all. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, so Ryan's the lone gunman here going for the NHL. Well, I I hope it all works out for you tonight. How about that? Thanks. (laughs) You too. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, all right. So we won't talk flyers. They're going to be bad. We could skip it. They're going to be terrible. It's going to be so bad. But anyway, (laughs) Phillies are winning now, I think. I don't know. But by the time this comes out, it'll be over. The Phillies could have gotten swept out of it. So it doesn't matter. So anyway, (laughs) it's not why you're here. You don't you don't care about baseball. Uh, so you have a record out and it's your first record, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, congratulations. Cause that is, that's a pain to get all the stuff done and everything in order, right? Oh, you're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I I released music last year for the first time, and I ended up cutting probably four or five songs where I was just like, yeah, I thought I was going to fit, and it didn't. So did you guys run into that when you were putting the album together? Like, okay, we have these songs and then these songs, and like maybe a couple on the fringe that you put aside for something else? I think there are a lot of songs that we started writing that never really, like we got halfway through them, and it just wasn't like, it just wasn't catching. Or like it was catching, but like I just we just ran into a creative rut with those, you know, and it just wasn't like the right place at the right time, you know. But you know, we we're able to use riffs later off of certain songs and stuff. Um, so there were like not full songs that we cut, but there were like little parts from songs that that we cut and put them together with other songs to kind of make it work better. So nice, I like that. So nothing full, but you have snippets you might be able to frankenstein into something else later well uh, yeah <laughs> that we're going to put them into something later so <laughs> we we are already we already have like new songs that we're working on and i don't think we've used any of our old riffs we're just starting completely fresh yeah wow how about that you're like a real band not reusing things wow i should be <laughs> taking notes <laughs> we're trying it can be tough though, right? Because you you can kind of settle into certain progressions, like or whatever you kind of settle into, right? And then you there's kind of a trap where you might fall into that for another song later. But it, I'm glad to hear that you're doing your best to stay out of the way of that. Yeah, oh, yeah. We tried hard, and I feel like I was really creative in uh, the last song and the last song that's not. Um, like reimagined on our album your home now i felt like we really kind of stretched how we wrote and like changed the thought process of like verse chorus verse chorus it was kind of like just a different progression but also like in the chorus like i really love like changing timing on songs so we actually do a couple bars where it's in three four timing and then goes back to four four so it's kind of an interesting way to change it up so you're just throwing everybody off basically Basically, well, yeah. I hey, definitely I but <laughs> I've never written like a melody or a, a like lyrics to anything that wasn't pretty much four four. And so it was a learning experience for me and it threw me off for sure. I don't think I've ever thought about time signatures in any song I've ever written. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I mean I'm not classically trained. I guess that's obvious, but I I don't think I've ever thought about Oh, this song is in this much time because I don't have any drums. Maybe that's that's got to be it, right? Because oh. I have no drums to really worry about recording against or with. That's got to yeah. be it. Yeah. So I'm not screwing things up there, Ryan. Jeez. <laughs> hey, all right, and it sounds good. People like it. So, well, it does sound good. So that's yeah. that part is great. So, <laughs> yeah. so I guess we'll let you off, right? You you worked. Right. <laughs> Some of our songs are in kind of some strange timings too so but they sound good that, that's the goal right just like kind of who cares if you're messing with tyler or evan over there like screwing up how to write melodies like it sounds good guys right right exactly that's all that matters <laughs> in the end mm -hmm. i could just imagine how tense the practice is when you you get any like all right we're gonna work on this today and then Ryan comes in with like, hey, guys, what about this? And you guys are in the corner like, come on. <laughs> this guy. Sometimes I'm just, oh, that's going to be difficult. <laughs> <laughs>
Ryan making it tough on everybody. Uh, but I, I do love to ask this question of musicians because everybody kind of has a different approach and a different answer. So when you guys sit down to put a song together, does somebody come in with a melody or some lyrics or a riff, or do you just go in together blind and say, okay, let's try to crank something out and see what happens? How does it generally work for you guys? So usually Ryan comes in with the instrumental versions of the songs. He'll write, you know, like the guitar parts and I maybe will like change it up a little bit, but then I'll come in and start writing lyrics. And then I'm kind of backwards to how I do things. I like writing a bunch of lyrics down. Like I won't even listen to the song. I just like write for, I don't know, 10 minutes, just random lyrics that I think might sound good. And then I'll listen to the song and try and squeeze it in. And then I'll start like playing with the melody as I go. And that's usually how all of our songs, I feel like, came came to life. I was going to ask if that works a lot more often than it doesn't, because that seems like a, it's a unique, it's one I've, I don't think I've ever heard before, where you just kind of write blindly with words and try to fit them later. Because I've always worked the other way, where if I have lyrics first, the song's probably not getting done. But if I have mm-hmm. guitar first, and I'm like, oh, let's try this and kind of like make noises with my mouth and work it back that way. But yeah, you so you work the other way and it works more often than not. It works for me. Um, I feel like it's really it's really backwards. But like, obviously, a lot of the lyrics get trashed. Honestly, probably over 50 percent of the lyrics that I that I write down, they get trashed. But it's it's the lines that actually come out that sound, you know, that start sounding pretty good that, you know, I'm comfortable with that that actually make it onto the songs. I like it. So you eventually, you work through Ryan's weird time signature changes, yep. and you figure out what weird stuff's going through his head that he can't put on paper for you. And then eventually you, you throw out your words and get some new ones, and then Evan just sits there in his studio with his sweet artwork behind him and goes, yeah, it sounds good. And it works out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I've solved it. Yes. <laughs> I've figured it out. It's been like 10 minutes. I've already figured it out. <laughs> wow, that's a record for me. Where, yeah, there you go. We didn't even have to go too deep or unlock any trauma or anything. This is we are smooth sailing over here. That's what I like to see. Well, I write I write all my lyrics and everything alone. You know, I like I, I, I dim the lights, you know, I make it all nice and moody and then <laughs> <laughs> that's usually where I get my best lyrics from and then I feel like the melody, you know, it kinda it just It'll, I play around with it a lot. Sometimes I'll send it out to the guys and they'll be like, uh, I'm not really, I'm not really feeling it, but we'll see how everyone reacts to it. Well, it ends up getting changed a lot anyways, but you know, that's how music goes. So how much do you send out when you say you send something out to the guys, how much of a, of a real product of a song is that? Is it just, Hey, these, did these lyrics work or do you have like a, an instrumental demo that you use or how does that process go so ryan usually he like writes the instrumental demo at his house and he sends it to me and then i write the lyrics and the melody to that instrumental at my house and i record it um i record the whole song and write the whole song first and then then i'll send it to him and ask him if there's any changes that should be made like i don't know the second verse in this song sounds a little strange because it's just like I don't know, maybe Ryan made a weird time signature and I don't know how to deal with it. But <laughs> And then they send me back some notes most of the time saying, hey, I don't know about this or, you know, that's 
usually how it goes. And it, it's kind of like a filtration pro- process of it goes from like, you know, worse to better. It was nice. To, like we use the same, um, the same DAW. So like we can send each other um, our session. So if I make a session and I write a song in that session, I'll send him that session. I can outline where I thought the verse would go or like where I thought certain parts should go or different time signatures and he can see it and, you know, make adjustments as needed. So it it helps a lot for, I think, being able to like see where the time changes are or, you know, what I was thinking for a certain part. But that is super helpful to use the same program so that you're not just getting like, hey, here is the finished product sort of of what I have. Mm-hmm. Then you get the whole behind the scenes like, hey, here's where this goes. Here's where this goes. Like, And then you can all kind of move the pieces around and say, okay, I changed it to this. What do you think about that? So that is, that's, I've never heard anyone do that before. I don't know that I've ever gotten this deep with songwriting. I don't know. I've done like 40 of these, but I, uh, I, mm-hmm. I kind of like how you have the same, like you can run the same project and say, hey, here's what we're doing in real time. And here's how it's looking. Here's how it's going to go. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's really helpful. And we re- we record everything ourselves. And I mix and mastered. Well, actually, I didn't master the record, but I mixed everything off of this record. Wow, good for you. I love how I just yeah. threw that in casually. Like, oh, yeah, I just uh, I did everything myself over here. Just, <laughs> just hanging out. Well, I feel like it's easier. I don't know. I've recorded with people. And I feel like it's... I feel like I care more than everyone else does about my music. So it's hard to record with other people unless, you know, you're paying real big money. So I feel like us recording ourselves is it's, it's challenging, but it's got like a greater payoff because I feel like we can make changes. Even if we, if we don't like something, we can make changes, even if it's pretty much done. Whereas like if you're, you know, traveling to go to record at a studio and you finish everything up you can't just you know be like hey can i come back and fix this you know when it's pretty much done you know because then the engineer is going to get mad at you and it's just not going to be a good time for anybody you know and no one wants to travel out of their way to fix one verse or you know like i don't know this note should probably go up instead of down and then you know so i think it's just really helpful that we record ourselves yeah because no one knows what the song should sound like better than you guys right exactly yeah yeah, so that's plus studio time is expensive. So yeah, that's uh, a that's a big part of it too. Like being able to just do it. Like I did all the vocals for my album right here in this chair in this spot, and yeah. I sent it off to my buddy, um, who made it sound like it wasn't recorded in this basement. So <laughs> that was helpful to have someone who knows what he's doing. Thank you, Danny Schmitz, much appreciated. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, being able to do it, you know, DIY is good on so many levels where as long as you can kind of figure out how to get the sound you're hoping for, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Honestly, just have the right equipment and you know how to use it properly. Like you're completely set, you know, like you could take mixing and mastering classes and learn how to do that, or you could send it to someone, you know, and pay however much you want, or even like on some other projects I've done, I've had people from Fiverr mix and master um, my stuff and it comes out, you know, not, amazing but like it does the job you know so like i think if you have the equipment and you know how to use it like you're completely set yeah i love it being able to just kind of roll in and finish the idea yourselves without having to worry about hey you guys should try this 
Absolutely. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. So the record's been out for, I guess, about a month now, right? Uh, uh, yeah. So how has the response been to the debut album? People finally, you finally got it done. Way to go. Uh, how, how much have people loved it? Maybe that's my question. <laughs> you want to answer this one, Ryan? Uh, I'll let Evan answer that one. Um, the feedback that I've gotten back from the album has just been incredible. It seems like everyone that has, has even listened to even just a song of it have really liked everything. Yeah. Very succinct. See, that's why we bring Evan on the show. When we want a direct yeah. answer right to the point, he's like, yeah, yeah right away. it yeah. was great. Let's no go. No beating around the bush. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I live in a small town. Like my town I live in only has 3000 people in it. So it's been cool to have people like music that I've been a part of. I didn't have any part to do with the writing process or the writing for this album, but it's just really cool to see how people react to music that you're, you're a part of. Wait, you didn't have a part in the process? So what, you came in later when it was all done? Good yes, I came um, after I think they had written most of the album. Okay, and then you just came in and said, hey, I'm going to make this sound even better because I'm the greatest at whatever at what it is I do. So you're welcome, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ryan knew Evan from like prior projects. So I have ne- I had never even met Evan, and he was pretty much in the band. But I was like, we need a drummer. So, you know. And he's and pretty good, so. <laughs> I was wondering why you're so quiet on that question is because you didn't have anything to do with it. So you just came in over the top and said, yeah, I'll, this is good, but I'm going to make it sound eight times better because that's what I do. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> exactly. I think we plan on having like a more, I guess, creative and cohesive writing like style from here on out. I think the next record that we're working on is going to have a more like influence from each member. So it'll be, I don't know, it'll be different and I'm sure it'll sound just as good, if not better. So I'm excited for that. So you're finally yeah. going to let Evan do some work on the writing. That's good. I'm happy for you, man. You're welcome. See, you come on the show, and now you're going to get more responsibilities. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> happy to help. <laughs> I, I feel like packing drums after practice is, is a good amount, you know? <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> I feel bad because, like, I'm just packing up my guitar, and he's just car- he's just carrying heavy stuff after heavy stuff, you know? It definitely hurts back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've been practicing... Um, We've been practicing at a the last two times at a like a church, and you got to walk like up a flight of stairs, and we have like a rack with all of our in ear stuff in it, and we got to like roll it up this hill, and it's just it's so hard, it's so heavy. But the church lets you practice for free, I'm guessing, right? Well, so <clears throat> I have a friend, and he is like the janitor at the church. Oh, and so like he got us in good. Like we're trying to get our live sound together. We have a show on on Friday. It's our release show. So we're trying to just get our live sound dialed. So, yeah. So that'll will have already happened by the time this comes out. So we're all just going to pretend it went great. Uh, congratulations, you did a great job. Way to go! Hey, people came stage dive. It was wild. We sold <laughs> got- stage dives and high fives, baby. <laughs> you got all the sound right. Everything worked out. You got all the gear in and out with no problems. No. Nope. And yeah, way to go. Happy to hear it went well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That yeah, we're uh, for anyone who who's curious, we're doing this on Tuesday. So yeah, things will have happened, but at least the record's out, so I can I could ask you about that. So that yeah helped out. Yeah, for sure. Because I've done that where like, hey, our song is uh, like the song isn't out yet, but when we're doing this, I'm like, oh, 
great. So no one has heard it but me. I'm like, well, that kind of doesn't help. <laughs> I mean, it helps me, but it doesn't help anyone else. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to hear this for the first time, like the day before the show, after you've done it. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that's what happens. We'll be sure to do that next time for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, give me <laughs> Yeah, let me premiere one so I could be like, yeah, it's it sounds pretty good. And the only opinion anyone gets for the song is from me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, well, I had a good guitar solo that I could sing along with. And that's really what I love about music, gen- about songs that I play. So, And this one has that. The one I'm going to play does have that. We're going to do Burn Bright. And it has a couple of good riffs in there. And this is uh, featuring Joey Fleming. So uh, I want to know how this one came together. And... What's the deal with Joey? Is he going to be absorbed into the band? Is he going to we going to replace Evan? Is he going to be working with him again? What's going on with uh, with Joey? How'd that come about? So he he sings for a band called In Her Own Words. I'm actually wearing their shirt right now. Um, <laughs> we actually we saw him in Sacramento like not too long after he came over and recorded his vocal parts. But yeah, um, we we started talking to him a few months before. You know, we needed. We wanted some feedback. We know we wanted a feature from somebody, and so we we hit him up, and he ended up, you know, being down for it. So we flew him from Nashville, Tennessee, to Reno, so he could do this feature. And you know, I th- honestly think it came out better than expected. But uh, he helped write. We we rewrote a lot of the melodies and a lot of the lyrics actually, like together, me and Joey and Ryan. We were we all sat in the studio and kind of made things better like like i said it's that filtration process and that was kind of the end of it we were like all right well now we're finalizing things this is how it's going to be and now we're going to have joey's input on you know what we think you know it should sound like and he's been doing this for years he's been touring you know in her own words is a pretty popular band in the scene so we thought it was a good idea to have him come through and uh, you know i think it really did make the album a lot better and because first of all, we sent him Burn Bright because we were like, hey, can you do a feature on this song? And he, he said, yeah. And then I was I, I just like as a follow up question, I was like, hey, what do you guys what do you think of the song? Like besides, you know, like your own vocal part. And he's like, I, I think he he's like, I really like it. But, you know, there's a, a couple things I could see being a little better. And we uh, were like, oh, all right. Well, like, can you give us some input on, on that? And he was like, well, yeah. And then so. I talked to Ryan about it and I was like, do we need to like, should we just have him do like the whole album? Cause I don't want this song to sound like a million times better than the rest of the album. Cause we don't have another, you know, cause we have another singer helping us out with it. And so, you know, we flew him out. He stayed here at my house for a, about a week and we just went through every single song and, you know, got everything dialed in. I think it sounds really good. So you let Joey take the Evan approach where he just comes in later and says, you know what, this is good, but we're going to, we're going to rework this and make it better. Cause I know what I'm doing. Exactly. Like, yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He, he was pretty much the professional on the, you know, cause he's been doing it for so long. We were like, well, cause me and Ryan have been in like a death slash hardcore band for like a while and writing melodies isn't really something I'm super used to. So it's because you it don't you nice didn't need to, to right you just exactly gonna... <laughs> yeah i just yelled my brain off and so it was <laughs> a lot easier um yeah I've, like writing you know melodies and harmonies actually was like a new a new thing for me as well and i think having joey come out was just a very insightful experience harmonies are so fun they're hard to get right but once you nail like that 
that sweet spot right in the middle of where like, oh, this is good, but could be better. Or ah, this isn't very good. Once you hit that, though, the harmonies can make or break a song sometimes for me. Oh, yeah. It really glues everything together. So, Well, I love how I've given Evan more responsibilities and essentially kicked him out of the band for Joey in a span of <laughs> 12 minutes or so. Sorry, <laughs> buddy. It's just how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> They're never going to come back. Evan's never coming back. He's like, no, you're going on that show again? No, no. No, nope. that guy sucks. <laughs> He's like, Coop, take my place. <laughs> Coop is our bass player. He's a, he's working right now, so he wasn't able to be here. But Okay. Yeah. I mean, I am too. So, I mean, I don't know that, that that's an excuse. But uh... He works at... And I don't know if Elon Musk is going to be down with him taking a break for a podcast, but... Maybe. <laughs> I don't know that Elon Musk will be down with him taking a break to do anything. <laughs> For real, honestly. He's going to have to tell Elon, Elon Musk next year we're going on tour, and Elon's going to have to come out to the show and do some stage dive. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Elon Musk, first of all, Elon Musk going to a show like a normal person. That like That's what, no. And then, <laughs> stage diving? I, here's what <laughs> This is messed up. Elon Musk would do the stage dive and just they'd move. It'd be like the beginning of uh, School of Rock when Jack Black's oh, playing. Yeah. He just dives yeah. in, everybody moves. That that would happen with Elon Musk. <laughs> like we can't touch him. I don't want yes. to get a lawsuit. Exactly. Now I want to see Elon Musk. Someone Photoshop Elon Musk into the shirt Ryan's wearing. Get some too close for comfort merch on Elon Musk. And. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Oh, so somebody funny. who can do Photoshop better than me, which is just about anyone. Yeah. Photoshop Elon Musk into some Too Close for Comfort merchandise, and let's go. <laughs> oh, God. Second week in a row, we've had an Elon Musk mention during an interview. So I think we have to... I should get him on, right? That's a sign, yeah, isn't it? I, honestly, I think that's yeah. a good idea. Don't ask him. You got to tell him. You got to be like, yo, you're on my podcast next hey. week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Wednesday afternoon. We're doing this. Yeah. You're coming on the show. <laughs> Imagine that worked. And like my, the next guest on the show after you guys is Elon Musk. And he shows <laughs> up. Yeah. That'd be wild. <laughs> what kind of room? Like, do you think he would have acoustic phone behind him? Or would he be in like a, a spaceship or something? I imagine he'd be in like, this is what I'm imagining is he's sitting in like a, a desk in like the top penthouse skyscraper and you see a city behind him in that glass you know like that i don't know very cliche boss man rich dude in a tower that's what i'm imagining massive leather chair exactly <laughs> you got a big right like a, a lion rug on the ground you know it's all bougie but it's an actual lion he's got a real lion in there just chilling <laughs> like mike Bruh. tyson and his tiger it's a real lion oh god <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got something to work on now. We got to find find out how to get on Elon Musk and uh, and get him on the show. I think I just have to make fun of him on Twitter to get him to appear, right? Is that how it works? There you go, yeah. First yeah. Okay. All right, and I can do that. We want to join too. Oh, wow. That's a lot yeah. of tracks to edit, but <laughs> I think we can make it work. As long That'll as be... I don't have a, a deadline, I think we can make it work. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love it. I love it. And I love that you guys were able to join the show. Thank you for accommodating my very limited schedule. Like I said, full-time job, one-year-old kid. And uh, yeah, my wife's a stay-at-home mom, aka a superhero. So my window is 
right now, middle of the day. So thank you. Well, it's it's a morning for you guys. So thanks for yeah. waking up. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I think Evan and Ryan just woke up. Yeah. I've been up all day already. Wow. Wow. Must be nice. Must yeah. be nice. Yeah, it's three in the afternoon for me. So I've been <laughs> I've been going all day. <laughs> it's all good. So I have one more question. We're gonna save that to the end, but first we're gonna play uh we're gonna play Burn Bright featuring uh the new member of the band, sorry Evan, Joey Fleming. And <laughs> so you come on, I'm just rearranging the band right away. So <laughs> Too close for comfort, the brand new record. We only live here on this planet for so long. Did I get it right? I didn't write it down. Is that right? That is right. Hell yeah. Look at me. <laughs> Here's a song from it. Burn bright. It's the Melting Pat. We're coming right back.
All right, boys, you're not off the hook. I have one more question. I ask this of every guest, and I do judge you based on your answer. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Is a hot dog a sandwich? I guess it could be a sports question. I mean. Oh, yeah. okay. Do we have a sports okay. question? Listen, oh. listen right. my, I'm a chef for my day job, so I can give my honest opinion. Oh, okay. So listen, you're putting the meat between two buns, right? Or uh-huh. like in two slices of bread. They're connected, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What else could it be? I get I get like I get what you're saying. Like it could be a taco. Uh-huh. Got the bread and you know, like but <laughs> opinion, I'm gonna have to go sandwich on that one. Okay. Okay. Tyler? Um Honestly, now that you brought up that it's kind of like a taco, I kind of think it's a it's a taco. It's American taco. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with taco. Yeah. Okay, so not a sandwich, but a taco. All right. Evan? Yep. I'm with Ryan on this 100%. Okay. Okay. Well, Tyler, I have good news. You're the only one who got it right. Congratulations. Oh, hey, yeah. let's go. Yeah. I thought of it, though. If I hadn't said it, they he wouldn't have gotten it. So Hey, don't say that. Do I get like half points because uh, I helped out a little bit? I mean, I could probably give you a half point. Yeah. Yeah. All but right. it's uh, the hot dog is its own entity. I like that the taco idea has been brought up before, which I do like. But the hot dog is its own entity. The hinge of the bun makes it its own category. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I appreciate the uh, the thought that went into it, Ryan, but uh, you're wrong. Sorry to say. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Ryan. You know- <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you put on your hot dog? What's the perfect hot dog at a baseball game? Perfect hot dog. I mean, I I actually fun fact, I hate hot dogs. I think they're gross. Um, All right. All right. So hate them. Points are relevant to me. So <laughs> you know, honestly, carne so, asada and you know, some lettuce sounds pretty good on a hot dog. So I'm guessing Ryan, you're not a ketchup on a hot dog guy? No, I actually don't like ketchup. Okay. That's fair. I like mustard and onions on my hot dog. I that's think fair. it's just perfect. Yeah. If I put anything on it, it is ketchup because I hate mustard. Um so it's oh, either plain or ketchup. So but I, I usually don't eat them anyway. Hmm. Ouch. Yeah. I know. Yeah, people uh, people get mad once that I say it's not a sandwich because they're very particular about it. And then when I say, oh, by the way, I like ketchup on my hot dogs, and they get mad all over again. So that's always fun for me to, to rile them up twice. <laughs> I don't know about that ketchup, man. I don't like ketchup on pretty much anything. That's fair. My wife hates ketchup, too. That's fair. I get I it. Like yeah. everything on the hot dog. Like a Chicago dog? Yeah. I could, yeah. I could eat those all day. Yeah, my wife's into those. Like everything. Yeah, all the things. It's pets. That now, see, that is like you almost have to reinforce to get like a thicker bun, right? Is there a thick? I've only had. Well, I've never had a Chicago dog. My wife has. I'll ask her when I go upstairs if they give you like a more a thicker bun for the Chicago dog because it's a lot. It's a lot in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess before we fork. go, uh, Evan, what's your favorite hot? What's your perfect hot dog look like? Me, a Chicago dog, definitely. Okay. Okay, Chicago dogs. All right, Chicago dogs all around. Wow. How often do you get those? Do you have them out there? Does someone try to make them out there? Like everyone tries to make a cheesesteak outside of the, of Philly? Everybody try to make Chicago dogs out there? Not that I know of. You can get them from Sonic. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Like, 
That's oh. like the only place I think that makes them like regularly. I don't know. There's probably other places here in Reno. Reno is like kind of it's a big food spot. So there's probably a place that I've not I don't know of. But do you live in Philly? Yeah. Oh, bro! When we come out there for a show one of these days, gotta go out and get some cheesesteaks for lunch. All right, for sure, for sure. Gotta. Yeah. I mean, we could do the Patchinos if you want, but I mean, there are better places to get one. But if you want to do the tours, the touristy thing, um, by all means, we could do that. I need like the best of the best. Your favorite? Oh, geez, my favorite. Okay. All right. My favorite would be okay. I'll make it. I see it for me. A good cheesesteak can just be from like a, a corner store deli. Like it doesn't have to be from an actual place. But like if you watch a Philly sports game on TV, they're like, oh, got to go to Pats and Gina's or got to go here. I'm like, yeah, OK. I mean, you don't. There are better place. I'm sure like if you have a food thing where you are, there's a major thing. Where like, yeah, we got to go to this place. But you're like, no, we can go around the corner and get a better one. Right. Well, I mean, the thing in California is avocado. So you can pretty much get an avocado everywhere. Okay. And I mean, tacos in California too. So oh, yeah. tacos, Mexican food on the West coast is like un, unmatched. Yeah. Seriously though. Mexican food on the West coast is like pizza on the East coast. Right. We're like, exactly. yeah, you're not going to find yep. a better thing. Right. Yeah. Maybe we'll have, when you guys come to the East coast, maybe we'll do some pizza too. Cause I, I've heard you don't get good pizza out there. So I can help you out with that for sure. I'd say it's all right, but it's not as good, I'm sure. <laughs> I guess I don't know what good pizza tastes like. See, yeah. All right. Well, now there are two things we have to do. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> pizza and cheesesteaks. All right. I love it. Uh, even though only one of you got the question right. That's okay. I appreciate you being the- here. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so we still get the approval, though. Yeah, you still get the approval. All right. All right. For the rest of the show, yes. But uh, Evan and Ryan lost some points. And, uh, you know, Tyler gained. If this was around the horn, Tyler would be the big winner. Hey. And he would get to go off and <laughs> and cut a promo at the end. <laughs> and get to make fun of both of you. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that or if they would try to sue me. So we'll stop there. That's fine. So, <laughs> so thank you for being here. Uh, like I said, this will be out Saturday. And I appreciate the time, guys. Thank you. Awesome, thank you.